I'm Goku. I'm training right now while listening to Cool Concept Podcast. It's awesome! <laughs> Available on Anchor, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and more. Oh, whoops. <laughs> Lost track of time. I have to get back to training. <laughs> Hope you enjoy the episode! Busy Ramos, what's hey, up, man? What's good, man? Chilling. How are you? I'm just chilling here on this uh, beautiful night right now. Yeah, yeah, it's still bright out, so I'm loving summer, man. Glad to be able to connect with you, Mikal. All right, thank you, thank you. So tell us, tell us about yourself. Uh, man, I guess uh, you know I'm a MC, big otaku, weeb, gamer, you know, out here in um, Calgary, <laughs> Canada. Um, uh, born all the way on the other side of the world, the Philippines, you know what I'm saying? And um, came out here uh, doing some, been doing music for almost 10 years now. But, oh, wow. Um, and like been around the hip hop scene, the battle rap scene and all that. But been focused mainly on niching kind of like my inner otaku and pairing that with just my hip hop, my trap, like my, my, my pop and whatever to uh making my own niche sound basically with it to kind of like otaku raps basically yeah <laughs> well that's cool so how did you came up with the name twizzy ramos oh man that's a it's a crazy story actually because um before i became like a rapper like an mc um mm-hmm. i was into punk rock bands so i was like i did like screamo post hardcore stuff like early like 2005s kind of punk rock bands and I did this wow. like one um, kind of like we're all like goths and stuff and we decided we all had nicknames <laughs> and uh, I went by Twisted Angel and after that phase kind of like oh, I didn't feel like doing right that is when I discovered hip hop a little bit um, mm-hmm. I still went by Twisted Angel but it was really <laughs> weird at the time because it was like you know how um, this is like 2009 2010 everyone has like a little or a young young you know what i mean like young jeezy and stuff like that so i was mm-hmm. in the studio with a couple, couple of collaborators and we were doing a cypher and it was like a club type beat and they were just like twisted angel <laughs> like trying to introduce myself <laughs> and they're like yo that doesn't sound right for the track man can you just like short it to twizzy and then i said that i didn't really like it at first but as soon as i oh, said wow. twizzy it just started connecting like people started knowing me by that and Ramos is just basically my last name. So I added that because later I find out there's like 70 other rappers named Twizzy out there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when people would search me, they'd find these other people. So I'm like, yeah, just make it more personable. And plus adding my last name with kind of my uh, my roots, my culture um, actually adds to it. So I figured that, that worked out and it's been working out. So, yeah. Well, that's pretty dope, man. Um, yeah, man. It's quite an adventure getting there, though. So it didn't. It wasn't one of those where you just came up with a name from the start and that was it for the rest of your career. Yeah. True. True. Yeah, it's my so, final form. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They're basically freezer. Oh man. Yeah. What 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 form of freezer would you be? Uh, like the final form or the golden form? Ooh, I'm gonna say just final form for now. I haven't reached the golden form yet because personally, I think I haven't reached my full <laughs> potential yet. You know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> like uh-huh. I'm, I feel like I'm confident yeah. in where I am at, but I haven't reached the full full potential yet. So, um, uh, Namek Frieza right now at the moment. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I can still right, be I beat. I can still be beat. So. <laughs> so okay so i know you said you um before you said what age so what age did you start making music altogether i mean um i think uh I, at like 18 so that's when i started doing um the rock stuff and it wasn't until mm-hmm. like later on in, mm-hmm. like in my early 20s when i'd like discovered hip-hop and stuff like that and started going full kind of full force with it oh. and um it's kind of a it's kind of interesting because now that i've done hip-hop for a good you know few years i've been so interested in the other things like my roots as a jazz musician and my roots as like a metal musician that's what i've been integrating to my mm-hmm. music and that's why i guess my my music is so unique not only because like you know, I do Flow Taco, which I kind of tie in the themes with anime and sample anime OSDs and opening intros. But it's also because mm-hmm. I mix so many genres that I'm influenced by, like like my metal roots, my jazz roots is all mixed in there. Like I would throw in some screamo in tracks with my verses and then I would throw in Frank Sinatra type hooks and stuff. And uh, at first it was like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, too weird of a style, but um, I, I don't know, 2018, 2019, 2020, people are just more accepting with music now. Everybody listens to everything. So the more I tried that, the more it actually mm-hmm. became more like, okay, they can realize what Twizy Ramos' sound is compared to like, if I was just trying to be kind of like a generic, I guess, type rapper. So that actually ended up working mm-hmm. out for me. So having all those backgrounds with different styles of music, um, being able to cultivate all that. Plus, okay, yeah, alright. So, how would you describe your musical style? So, with this new album, um, I actually came up with my own genre name because I can't answer that question. <laughs> Every time someone would ask me, it was like, I gotta show you five songs. <laughs> I can't show you one because it changes mm-hmm. every it fluctuates. So I'm, I started naming it Danger Pop. Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is because people always tell me that I actually have like really catchy hooks. So I'm still very pop variable. Like I could easily go mainstream if mm-hmm. I wanted to. And I still have like a look of a mainstream. But I just put the danger in it because I wanted that mm-hmm. touch of like sinister, like that darkness because... I'm still very much like very mature themes in terms of lyrically and my 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 presence on stage and concerts are very yeah. much more like for the 18 and up like yo we're gonna mosh like I want you to feel a sense of danger at these shows at some point so I just came up with like <laughs> the danger popping it sounds very punk rockish but it also sounds very bubblegum mm-hmm. and fun which is kind of like what I've I felt I'm uh, the type of artist I am in 2020, I guess. But yeah, Danger Pop is, I guess, is what I want to try and implement as an answer to those kind of questions. Yeah. Mm. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. So what and who inspires you? Mm. Musically or in general as a person? In, ge- in general. Like, you can go either musically a person I guess like uh, whoever as a person like who I try to live by as a person Kobe Bryant absolutely I have his autobiography right in front of me right now actually as I'm doing this combo Um, 
so, so you Mama have that mentality. model mentality. Yes, yes, absolutely. You know what's up right here. You ever, you ever been a Kobe <laughs> fan? You're a Kobe fan too? I'm a, I'm oh, a Kobe too. fan. Trust me. I'm, I'm, um, I have, to believe it or not, I have three favorite teams. So, like, I started off with a lit, lit, mm. being a Laker and a Chicago Bulls fan. And, you know, the whole situation with the Toronto Raptors being coming coming late in the league oh, in the course. 90s. You were so, at for real, too, man. Yeah, you so, guys have a great scene over there. Yeah. Jurassic Park and all, eh? Yeah. Yeah, those yeah. those are... Uh, exactly. yeah. yeah, I would say those are kind of close to my favorite teams, too. I, I wasn't around for the 90s for basketball, so I was late. I came <laughs> in Iverson era, like Vince Carter, Iverson era. That's when I started watching and really paid attention. But I oh, do like okay. the Bulls. Derrick Rose era. Like... I, yeah, I would have to say Derrick okay. Rose is one of one of the D ones that have influenced me, me too. I mean, even if not musically as an athlete, I think the mentality, the mindset of just like pushing yourself to the limits yeah. and being just a step ahead yeah. of everyone else. Never, you know what I'm saying? And just the preparation, the way you he exa- he over examines everything. You know, Kobe he studies tapes and stuff. He's mm-hmm. just more prepared than everything else. I'd like to try and do that with music. It's like. I guess with rappers and musicians, what are they doing that makes them good? I'll try and one up it every time, and it's just it's Mamba mentality to the very and rest in peace. But yeah, definitely carried on to um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so definitely in life, in life, yeah. definitely yeah, Kobe's from a growing up in music. I have so many. Um, you know, as a rapper, maybe Lupe Fiasco. I think Lupe Fiasco is the one that kind of. Oh, wow, that's it. <laughs> Yeah, that's a cool exactly, one. right? What's your what's what's your favorite song uh, by him? Maybe like, Mural. <laughs> There's so many, but I like the really deep songs. I mean, I always like food and liquor and stuff like Kick Push and all that. And like um, but I really like his like uh, Yeah, but I really like his like more recent just kind of mind bending you know like nine minute tracks of just metaphors thrown at you and stuff like that so i think lyrically and like flow wise i've always looked up to lupe because he always found a way to just be like so overly so conceptual and makes you think but it's never that like you know that 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 kind of style where it just forces you to think that the music is not fun keeps the music fun and like digestible while being able to sound, you know, be have so much intelligence on track all the time. So as a rapper, I would say that he's definitely one that made my style the way I am. Um, and yeah, but I also have like, I guess in each genre, I have like heroes as well. Like in rock, my hero, my inspiration would be like Corey Taylor. I don't know if you know him, but he's a singer of Slipknot. So yeah, so yeah, definitely like, uh, a combination of all these people that I look up to, just like Hobie. So yeah, very inspiring people. See, when it comes to when it comes to me, when mm-hmm. it comes to rock, I only know some. I only know Lincoln Park. I only know the Those are good. <laughs> I yeah, 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 and also, oh my god, those are good choices. Jeez. I know, the third, yeah, yeah, I know the third one, but I can't remember. But like, those were. Those are those are like the the, the two that I, I I basically right. know when it comes to and, rock. And that, so, those are uh, good choices. Cool. Lincoln Park's definitely one of mine too that inspired me. Uh, and it's mm-hmm. funny because in this day and age, there's so much mixes of genres yeah. that you probably are into more rock music than you think you are. You know what I mean? Because there's so much mixture 
Like, yeah, yeah. Some people consider Post Malone rock now. So, in a way, because like he has songs like Circles and stuff that's almost leaning into like rock. Mm-hmm. In a way, it's like, it's you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like, you probably listen to a lot more rock, but it's disguised as other things now because genres are just so fluctuating now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, actually, I listen to more hip, more more hip hop than than rock, but like, but like, um, I'll probably I'll probably listen to like you know Fifty Cent, Kendrick Lamar, yeah. J Cole, you know, I, I listen to MF Doom MF as Doom. well. Um, yeah, MF Doom is dope. But dude, MF but Doom, yeah, like, um, I used to have his tape. Um, yeah, what is those ones where they like name it after like the strain they smoke, and it's just like beats and beats and beats. I used to have those tapes. Um, I don't, I, yeah, I'm having a brain fart with the names. But uh, there was like this tape with like 67 beats or something like that. And I remember they were like mm-hmm. weird beats. Like they weren't like your traditional hip hop beats. They were like kind of weird. They would yeah. change. They would change up. They're almost like they're almost like Flying Lotus um, type beats. You know what I mean? And I remember when I was just kind of like in the middle of rapping, maybe like 2011, 2012, 2013, me and my friends would freestyle to MF Doom beats yeah. because it was challenging. You know what I mean? Like some people would just like, oh, give me a oh, comfortable, wow. slow beat that I can rap to. I took it upon myself, back to the member mentality, back to the member <laughs> mentality thing. If people were doing that, give me beats that nobody can freestyle to and I'll try to freestyle to it. So the more I did that, I came up with just unique flow patterns that no one, no one really had. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I could confidently say like a lot of my patterns with the way I rap isn't as like, you know, mm. when you hear four bars that's how i'll sound for the rest of the song now it's always gonna change and i think it's because of freestyling to like wild beats like mf doom and stuff like that like you know i mean i'll freestyle to like jpeg mafia beats which is really difficult if you listen to some jpeg mafia stuff (laughs) but yeah man so yeah mf doom's dope Mm -hmm. mf doom's dope those are good lists that you mentioned kendrick too Yeah, yeah yeah so your new album star creator tell me more Hell about yeah. that so, album. yeah it's called star crusader and um we were focusing on the theme i was really inspired by jojo's bizarre adventure i only started watching last year and um mm. after flow taco 3 which we did sunflower samurai which is samurai Champlo, um i didn't know where i was gonna go with the next project mm. because we did the golden age hip-hop thing with samurai Champlo. And to me, what I felt like, I wanted to do something mm-hmm. completely opposite from Golden Age Hip Hop. I'm like, what's so opposite of Golden Age Hip Hop to just kind of inspire myself? And for some reason, in 2019, mm-hmm. I started getting into 70s and 80s music, like really 70s, 80s pop. Start getting into Prince, Michael Jackson, That's dope. a lot of like Billy Idol, uh, David Bowie and stuff like that. But I yeah. didn't know how I would... That's fine. Yeah, That's dude, fire. so good music. And this, I only started appreciating it recently, right? Because I started digging back rates and stuff. But I didn't mm-hmm. know how I was going to pull off music like that because I'm like, you know, I'm a rapper, really. Like, I do trap music. I didn't know how I was going to go back and, like, try to sound like Michael Jackson or Prince, even from the beats. And uh, so I didn't think too much of that idea. But then I watched JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and the whole From Star Crusader mm-hmm. third season. And have you seen JoJo? Yes, I have seen JoJo. Uh, it, like, okay, my friend told me to watch uh, with JoJo a oh, couple yeah, years yeah. ago. So, funny thing is, I went on yeah. Kiss Anime. Kiss Anime. 
yeah. illegal. <laughs> um, and I didn't know which part I should watch, so I just went on to part, the part four. <laughs> you went to the nineties one. Okay, that's not bad. That's a good one. I just went right, to part right. four. <laughs> I went just went to part four, and then I told my friend about it, and it's like, dude, you went. How do you go from part one, and then you didn't even watch yeah. part four? You didn't. You didn't watch the yeah. first part. <laughs> so I was like, but that's cool. though. part four was was really really cool because uh, um, I was starting yeah. to watch part four in the writing of the album, so I included mm-hmm. part four, and I started feeling Josuke like the main character Josuke. <laughs> I started like really like vibing with him, yeah, and, like, yeah. seeing him as my character. But because it was focused on like part three was focused on the eighties, part four is like the nineties, right? So part three was the one I was really heavily watching. Mm. It was focused on the eighties, and it was like right okay. on the time that I was listening to only eighties music, and uh, all of this kind of inspiration was coming <laughs> in. And I think what topped it for me was I went to Toronto actually in September of last year, twenty nineteen, and I went to go see the Igor Tyler yeah. the Creator concert. And that blew my mind. Like that concert was so inspiring that I read up on everything about the album. Mm -hmm. And he said that the reason why he made that is because he was inspired by the 80s so much. So he wanted to be production based. He wanted to be more pop, more singing, Uh, rather than, you know, his usual kind of like odd future type rapping. So that Mm -hmm. really just made it for me. Like I gotta make this album. And then Jojo was like, I gave my producers, I have home producers here, shout out to Jay Zen, Rome, and a couple other peeps in Calgary. Um, I gave him this the the beat, uh, the the tape of uh, the OST of JoJo, and I told them sample whatever you want, and they just went to town and gave me a bunch of options to like kind of fuck around with on the beat and like, yeah, and I had a lot of fun playing with those beats basically. And I was like telling him the same thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of want to go for rap, but not really. Give me something pop. Give me something Prince or Michael Jackson would jump on. And they really like challenged themselves to doing that. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it was just a really really fun process, you know. So that's Star Crusader, basically in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, out now on all platforms. You know that's, what I'm that's Spotify, App, Apple, yeah, is it Apple, Apple Stream, Music, Apple, yeah, iTunes, all that TikTok. Um, it's fun. It? Kids are starting to TikTok it, so I'm really happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right, that's cool. Yes, all right, okay. So, favorite song on Star Crusader? It depends what type of mood I'm at, you know? Um, I feel like, I know mm. it's a cliche thing to say, but I feel like they're kind of like my babies. So, choosing one is a little, you know, unfair to the rest. <laughs> because I put in the same amount of effort <laughs> with all of them, but I also was in a different state of mind writing each of them. Like, whether I'd be really depressed or I was really, really mm. happy. So to pick one would say I, I favor a certain emotion, but if I really, 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 yeah. really, really had to, it would be the song called "The Fool," and that's because that was the one that started everything for me with the whole '80s and figure out a way to make it trap, but make it kind of rock too, like '80s rock, '80s pop. So I would say "The Fool," but it always changes because you all. I almost, I almost don't know how much I like a song until I start playing it live and I see people's faces and how they interact with it, who vibes with it the most. People start telling me their personal story about what that track made them feel like and how it helped them through things. So with COVID right now and not being able to play shows, it's kind of in a tough position where I can't really tell because I can't personally see people's reactions to it, right? 
like I can't play it live yet. So I think mm-hmm. as of now the fool, but we'll see how it goes six months from now when I'm actually able to play shows, which I really hope we can we can come back to really soon. Yeah. I miss shows, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so sorry. What's the difference of the No, it's okay. What's the difference of the growth between Sunflower Samurai and Star Crusader? Um, it really is just a mindset. Like I was saying basically the whole 80s and I wanted to do the opposite of Star Crusader. So the opposite of Star Crusader. Um, mm-hmm. with one, I did a Death Note tape which is based on like darker trap. So it's more like XXX Tentacion, like Juice World, like Star yeah, yeah. Lord, that kind of stuff. And then I did two which was uh, mm. two was more jazzy and more dense so it was focused more like Mac Miller Gold Link type shit and Anderson Pack so i feel like every photaku and definitely there's growth but more so than growth it's just like being different from the last one so yeah growth okay. isn't trying to be different so back to the mamba mentality thing like kobe would get good with his right hand why don't i try all those moves with my left mm-hmm. hand you know what I mean? and it's just mm-hmm. all things to make yeah. you a better player so i feel I like i don't really want to try to be the best rapper around really i've never had that dream i've always just kind of wanted to be the best musician i can be so that when i'm older and i stop doing music i can listen to all my stuff because of my music choices like oh i feel like listening to something rock i'll put on flotaku whatever you know what i mean i feel like listening to 80s dance night i'll put on flotaku for So it's more so for myself on how I can expand kind of my skill set so that I can reach that gold form Frieza <laughs> that we're talking about <laughs> which I don't I don't see it yet because I'm not there yet but hopefully everything that I've done thus far and all the steps that I'm taking to uh, uh growing will lead to something magical like that which I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so What places have you toured in and is there any parts of the world that you oh, want to tour? I've never played in. Europe in any Europe. Um I'd love to play like Spain. I'd love to play like um Amsterdam mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I've always like dreamed of those places, especially cuz it's funny cuz I'm watching JoJo part 5 right now. Mm-hmm. And part 5 in it is focused on it's yeah. focused on no, no, no. and Yeah, it's focused on Rome, Italy, right? So, the more I watch it, the more mm-hmm. I'm like so inspired about just Italian culture, and uh, and, and I'm just like, I want to travel there. I want to do a show there after watching Giorgio Part Five, and yeah. So I <laughs> I love playing in Toronto. I wish I could play in Toronto like often, often, because I've played there mm. the last few years, well, at least once a year, and um, I have homies there, and I always said like if i needed to move like if like i wanted to move and i just wanted to focus on music i would definitely do toronto i think toronto is one is one of the places that i would love to cuz i always get love like I, you know what i mean like um I, i in toronto it's a little tougher than i'd say western canada because mm-hmm. it's really hip hop there right like it's just like everything is happening there so it's it's a tougher crowd which i actually uh. enjoy that's what i actually look for so in a crowd where i would say um you know it, it, a more familiar place yeah i perform really good like I'll, i'll perform my best and then i'll get love and stuff like that but i seem to really push myself more when i'm in unfamiliar territory and there's a chance i will get booed 
So <laughs> if I'm whack, and it's the same thing as like you know Kobe playing out away and he, in the playoffs, and he's like, yeah, yeah. I, I relish in his moments. I feel like that's when I really stand out and I push myself is when I'm put in moments like I'm in another mm-hmm. city, and um, I really have to impress these people. Or if I don't come with it and I get shown off by another 16-year-old rapper, then I'm <laughs> that sucks, <laughs> right? So I like to put myself in that situation. And funny <laughs> enough, the reason why I became like that is because I got booed out of the building before in Toronto <laughs> in 2014. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I went there and um, wow. I did a rap battle, and um, I just I was kind of not as focused as I should be because I'm just like kind of at that time I, you know 20, 2014 I was at that age where I was like I just think of the shit you know like there's no way I can mess up anything <laughs> I can get drunk out of my mind and show up at a show last minute not show up for sound check and I'll perform like amazing that's just how I thought at the time and then you learn and you learn how to take care of your body later on and you realize you're not invincible and I think that experience in Toronto ah. when I got booed and I choked Uh, at a performance and it was filmed <laughs> it was really traumatic for me no. that I like don't 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 worry because Kobe Bryant you know uh, first game was basically I think he shot like exactly. three air balls yes. and, and he just got bad I think he was like mad upset yeah, frustrated yeah. then he got over the years so yeah exactly yeah. and that's that's why I look up to him that much it's just like There's been times where he was just put down. It's like, no, don't. Oh, you're overhyping this high school kid, and then he done show you like a couple of years mm-hmm. later, right? Making all stars exactly that year. Um, it was like that. It's just like I was kind of traumatized from it. And I'm like, I'm never going back to Toronto. I'm never going to play there again. I got to that <laughs> mindset where I'm just like, no, stay Calgary for life. This is the only place I need to play. And I realized I'm like, okay, no, I gotta get over that fear because if I don't get over that fear, I'm never gonna want to play outside my city again. And then uh, the mm. next year. I was able to land a gig based on just like putting out music and just being active. I was able to land a gig opening up for uh, um, people from the Wu Tang Clan, like I think Riza Jizza, um, and they were at the Dundas. Um, you know that that uh, right in front of Dundas Square, like the mall. Uh, who? Wait, 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 wait. Who who, who opened? I up opened for up for, uh, for- uh, Cardinal Official we- and um, Riza Jizza. Like I think. Three, three oh, or four wow. people from Wu Tang Clan, and uh, they played at that stage they, where um, Dundas Street, the the Dundas Square, and then there's that stage across from it. Dundas. You know what I mean? Is it, is it is it the Sierra? Is it the Sierra it's not a Club? Club? It's like outdoors. It's like the stage right in front of a mall. It's like, oh yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah I, I played there about. on a Saturday yeah, yeah, yeah. morning, Saturday afternoon at four, where it was like. thousands of people and I got applaud. like after my set they were just like screaming for me and like I was they've never seen me and I shouted right there like I felt like that was it that was victory not because of how many people was there or that it was in Toronto or it was that it was because mm-hmm. I was booed exactly the year before and just to kind of conquer that <laughs> you know what I mean I was booed at a small That's club cool. like a small pub like oh well I was booed by 40 people oh well I was cheered by mm-hmm. thousands the next year after. And that's when I started to feel confident. Wow. Like, okay, whatever kind of, uh, there's going to be ups and downs. The downs is going to be there. You got to make sure the ups are freaking higher. You know what I mean? And that's just like the, the mentality wow. we got to keep. So I would say, man, I'd love to play Toronto again, for sure. Yeah, every time I play mm-hmm. there, it's always love. So hopefully, Kobe. Yeah. So did you, 
did you meet did, did you meet uh Rizza or uh um no, Carnal I didn't get to personally meet all of them unfortunately they were so busy at that time yeah I met a lot of good <laughs> Toronto cats though um yeah so mm-hmm. you know always coming back and ho- ho- hopefully I get to meet more and stuff because um yeah it's just popping there man you guys have seen it's just always popping there yeah <laughs> it's never boring yeah, it is. At night. And even popping. clubs like even if I'm not doing shows <laughs> I'll just go out I'll just like walk like mm-hmm. you guys are open like late and stuff like that and it's just like everywhere I go like I come home with some type of stories <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> yeah yo okay so do you still love um battle um, rapping I wouldn't say I love or, it um I could say that maybe I'm still a fan from afar but or, but um yeah I definitely had love for it in the early 2000s to mid 2000s but I would say I've kind of gone past that I haven't battled since 2016 is my last official battle um but I can't oh, wow. I can't say I can't say um you know I I want to forget about it because battle rap is what kind of made me like it's but made me so aggressive mm-hmm. it's what made me so like you know very competitive and it's where I got my name so following me right like Twizy and Battle Rap and the King mm. of the Dot and stuff like that so the King of the Dot is definitely where I got my first shine introduction into him I, I think I I think I remember that uh, is that I remember hearing that on uh, World Star Hip Hop King of the yeah yeah you guys have the best battle rap league in the world actually in Toronto yeah really is it because like I'm not I'm not like um wait what's it called um um okay I'm not I'm not into battle rapping that much but um basically I know what it is basically is it better than smack um I would say it's on the same level as Smack. I would just say they're different styles. They cater to different audiences. So Smack is more like, mm-hmm. you know, American Atlanta, you know, like just kind of like, you know, like gun bars, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's a different style. Yeah. King of the yeah. Dot is definitely more like Canadian, uh, if I, for a lack of better term, like Canadian style. Mm-hmm. So it's a different audience for both but i would say king of the dot at the time was the biggest um company uh in all in the battle raps because they definitely they're the ones that you know have disaster and just like they were the ones that was able to sign cannabis to battle and all that but um yeah i that's why i toronto was my goal to perform it because toronto was the mecca for battle rap and after doing it for a few years though man i kind of just like wanted to get back to doing going back to music and it was so hard to do that at first when you kind of you kind of put yourself in a box so like say you get a name of doing one thing people just expect you to do that and then when it's not making you happy anymore fans don't really care what makes you happy they just want you to do what's expected of you which is at the time for me to battle rap so i kept trying to make music around 2014 2015 Mm-hmm. And every time I would release a single, people would just ask, but when are you battling next? Like, they don't even care about the music I'm making and stuff like that, right? So it was it was kind of hard yeah. to um, separate those things. But I find that uh, I finally kind of come at peace with it and kind of flip the next chapter as soon as I started the Flow Taco series. And then from then on, I was more than just the rapper that people kind of remembered me by. So less and less... Um, I'm kind of I feel like th- I feel uh, obligated to 
do the battle rap scene just for some you know attention if i need to release some music maybe i should take a battle and stuff like that so now i'm actually feel like i'm in a better place where i don't need to do that but i i would say that i'm still a fan because i still write battle raps and i still ghost write for certain people <laughs> and like yeah so okay. i still have love for them like if i seen a battle or if i seen like a person freestyling i would always my mind just works with like how i'm going to diss them <laughs> that would kind of end up but i'm trying to hold back on it and be like i'm a musician now i'm not going to try and like you know you know yeah but True. it because i've battle rap for so long that's definitely in the head all the time like what are ways i can like you know form a bar about this per- this ice cream truck or whatever it just happens though normally <laughs> and that's why i have a hard time with ciphers cuz you know like ciphers um I don't know what Toronto Cypher I've been to Toronto Cypher so they're, they're they're pretty cool and they're very very competitive but I'm going to tell you in Western uh a lot of Cyphers that I go to they're basically um mm-hmm. like you know pass the mic and that's really really chill um you know like show love to one another no matter what skill level you are and mm-hmm. I love that like that's really chill but because of my battle rapper background I want to destroy everyone in the circle and that is not good cuz everyone's trying to like share positivity, <laughs> uplift each other. I'm always a guy that's like, "What'd you say?" and then I just like want to flip it and just destroy them what they look like. So, I kind of avoid ciphers just for that reason, of course. Yeah. It <laughs> just triggers something in me. So, so, have you ever been into like a, a conflict situation with a, another battle rapper that took uh one of their bars too personal to, towards you um i think that i always I, i i think there's people that would you know it just it's like this just borderline like i don't think that was fair um but the i think i prepare myself mentally on like what's going to be said to me and i almost just be like whatever i thought of whatever i thought of that i would say to myself there's nothing there's no way somebody else would say something worse so i almost prep myself mentally that i could just kind of take it but then i almost sometimes the bar is also too good that you just like wow i didn't even think about that myself and you love those ones where it just like makes you rethink your life so definitely there's moments where um i've been told that but there's not too too many i try to do that to my opponent uh but um no i don't think there's it, it's ever gone i mean of course there's some that i remain friends with after the battle but then there's some that i would never talk to again for like you know because it's it's a respect right mm. like we decide to battle um we're trying to put each other on but if you take it a little too far True. and it's not even about rap anymore then it's just like you lost my respect you may have won the battle and you may have gotten some crowd mm-hmm. reactions but you lost me as a as a supporter. So there's definitely situations like that though. Battle rap is a is a is a gritty right. it's a gritty sport, man. But it could be fun. It could be you know, it could be loving because there's a lot of friendship that was built with it, but it's also um a lot of stuff like that. A lot of politics, you know, involved. So definitely one of the reasons why I'm not battle rapping anymore. Trust me, trust me. I I I know. I know I have a uh... I have a couple friends who who do oh, really? battle rap yeah. and and what, yeah. what were the things yeah. they so, uh, is it kind of the same thing that I was saying Yeah I would say I would say that they've been into like you know like conflict situations yeah. as well like another person taking yeah. it too far like opponents taking it too far Yeah Yeah, yeah like about you know 
their mom's death. And, See, I know. never, I never supported that. Like, yeah. I feel like, I, I yeah. feel like we're supposed to attack each other, but it should stay attacking yeah. each other. You know what I mean? As soon as like mm-hmm. you start bringing in all that other stuff, like, yo, are we, are we really, are we really competing to who's more skillful at that point? <laughs> you know what I mean? And True. it comes to like who's yeah, got no more dirt and what. And that's kind of where I didn't like like the 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 sport for me because it got to a lot of that at some mm-hmm. point because like at at some point everything has been said about you they gotta find something else right so <laughs> yeah mm. yeah and you're and it's hard to do music like that because your life is out in the open so the more you try to do like the more you try to start a business just like I'm making music my mm-hmm. business now and stuff like that the more there is for you to be attacked while you're facing uh, an opponent that maybe don't have that much reputation they have nothing in line and you have so much more to lose True. right so where's the gain mm-hmm. in that so I started getting in that mindset where they were giving me opponents that are just like they're good but they don't have a brand they don't have anything you know what I mean but their battle rap and then here I mm-hmm. am trying to sell merch I'm now making starting my own clothing line and stuff like that that's there's just so much to attack and destroy about me <laughs> so that's definitely like one of the reasons yeah okay all right so what is your dream collaboration on a song oh god that's really interesting and uh, the one that i haven't thought about in a while but because of everything that we're just saying i would love to mm-hmm. work with tyler the creator so i think like mm. as a rapper pro- uh, producer i would love him to produce one of my my beats for sure um another one which i would say is um danny brown <laughs> i hope you love that yeah, danny brown oh yeah so i remember wild. him i remember yeah, he is so wild i'd love yeah. to have him on the track um what about people uh Kid Kid Cudi. Cudi. oh he's really creative too i really like i haven't I think the last time I heard his work was maybe 2016, 2017. But producing wise, yeah. oh man, I think I think we would make something definitely different. So that's a good mm-hmm. suggestion actually, because I I was barely thinking about that too. But Kid Cudi, I mean, it, same. If I can get a track produced by Kanye, you know what I mean? Like that's crazy too. Because <laughs> I would ask Kanye yeah. like, if he was to ever offer to me produce <laughs> a beat or whatever. I, I yeah, like, no, I don't yeah. want to give you any restriction, Kanye. Like, yay, make me the craziest beat you can think of. Like, and then I'll find a way to adapt to you. Don't adapt to me. And that's basically what I say to my producers, too, that um, I work with who customize my mm-hmm. beat. Is they're saying, like, okay, what does Twizzy want? And I tell them, my style, there's no Twizzy type beat. Like, you will never be able to, if I get big and massive, you'll still never be able to go on YouTube and go, yeah. like, you know, those little pump type beat. Kendrick Lamar type beat you'll never be able to put Twizy Ramos type beat because what would that even be like you'd have to mention which Lotaku which date <laughs> you know what I mean so uh. I, I, I think I want to <laughs> stay that way so every producer that I work with um, you know if I ever work with those guys if I ever work with Metro Boomin or something mm-hmm. like that I'd be like make me something don't adapt to me make me the craziest beat you can come, come up with and I'll adapt to you goes back to that MF Doom thing we were saying I'll find a way to flow with it because that's challenging me in a way so I'd always like to keep it working like that but man um, mm-hmm. okay I, I'll give yeah. you another one 
the guy that uh created the uh the sh- samurai shampoo Who you say? was Shane Shane Shen- Oh Ringo, yeah, 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 yeah. That oh man, Ringo. That 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 would be really cool actually. Yeah. Um I have I have I have spoken to him, him right? He, oh I spoke to him. He's good. He's a he's a good guy. It's just having like I was supposed to like, you know, work with him with another like uh like I used to exec executive produce uh soundtracks, oh, right? Sweet. And for a comic book called Samurai Shin. Yeah. Whatever. And he was supposed to work on the last soundtrack I did. Never happened. So I had to I had to work with somebody else because yeah. he was busy touring. Um, so um, yeah. But do you even have a guy? Connection? Nice guy. Oh, like I think it's Shingo, right? Shingo. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's Ch- is it Shingo or Shingo. Yeah, he just spells it like that. But like, I think it's. I thought it was Shingo for a while at least. But uh, pardon me if I'm wrong. I should huh. know that. Um, but yeah, that's. That's really no, that's okay. really cool, man. Like, I'm. It's sad that that fell through, but you know, if it if it was almost happening, it could happen in the future again. I hope so. But mm-hmm. if you produce something that he was gonna jump on, please throw my name on that. That yeah. would be a crazy, that would be a crazy <laughs> collab with all of us in it. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. I'd be happy. Yeah. Yeah, that type of beat. Um. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's definitely a lot of names thrown out there. Those are the only ones that I could kind of come off on the top um you know like obviously like i really like a lot of like rock musicians so i would love a beat produced by like nine inch nails <laughs> so like kind of like crazy stuff like I, that so yeah but okay. dead though like i wish i could resurrect mj and work with him like i would love MJ. My, my goal, yeah michael i wish jackson. i could resurrect michael jackson and work with him um now that I'm like digging okay. up all the 80s, 90s, 70s stuff, definitely like I, I've been really, really inspired by him and just like his style as an aesthetic as a whole. So yeah, that's a past, past colla- wish collaboration list. You ever, you ever, you ever think about like rapping over one of his, uh, you know, his, his production, Damn, his, uh, like start rapping his, over uh, Smooth Criminal or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, I have something like that. Never thought of that, and you may have just implemented. You, you may have just planted an idea in my head. <laughs> I might try and freestyle to one of those. I've never <laughs> thought of that. That's actually genius. That's actually genius because there's definitely yeah. beats, um, of his like mm-hmm. one of his like top hits even that I know could make yeah. a good like freestyle beat, and I. I, I definitely want to try that. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that. Or for, so what's what? the? F- oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying either rap on one of his beats or flip it, like find mm-hmm. a way to like remix it to another trap beat or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So- yeah. I'll, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, flip it because like uh, you don't want to try to like, um, <laughs> like have fans hate you because I they see love what original, you mean, and so. it's just like it's also like <laughs> in itself a tribute, right? Like. Yeah, leave the classics mm-hmm. alone. Yeah, that too. Like, you know, yeah. That too. So, that, I say flip it too. I say flip it too. If I was to do it, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, so you were asking? So, what's the future for you? Um, future? Oh, um, we'll see if Flotaku 5 is a thing. You know what I mean? People are already asking for it before Star Crusader came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I 
and I was in the same situation last year. I released Sunflower Samurai in June last year. Um, and I said the same thing about releasing Sunflower Samurai. I'm like, I have no idea what the fourth project is going to be like. So I'm at the same state where like, I have no idea what the fifth project is going to be like. I'm going to enjoy this one first because I think the future for me is right now. I just hope everything goes back to normal so I can start playing gigs because I have all this making music. Playing gigs is my number one thing. So I want to be able to play gigs, like kind of do a full cycle of this album, Star Crusader. And then when I'm satisfied with that, I think something will come up in the... That's when I'll come up, start digging up ideas to what the next one will be. If we want to do another Flow Talk, or maybe we just want to start anew because we've done four already. Um, I will say that my goal has always been in, I guess from now, in the next two years, I want to not really be known mm-hmm. as a rapper anymore, but just as an artist, because I want to start diving into artist. just being in a band more. Like I want to start being a front man of a band because I've had that experiences in the last year more and more. And I just really enjoyed being in a band setting more. And I think with Star Crusader, it's the door to that because with Star Crusader, a lot of the instrumentals, I've actually in- invited people like instrumentalists, like a lot of the guitars are played by my friends, the saxophones, the keys are like organically played. So I'm jumping into oh, wow. that scene more of like what it's like to form a band, form a chemistry with a group of musicians. So I think the next challenge for me is to not just be a solo artist, is to see what it's like to be in a team. And it's been a while for me, right? Because the punk rock band yeah. for me was so long ago. So I think I, I, I'd be ready to dive into it again to see what comes out of it. Yeah. But Okay, so I have, I have one and two oh, okay. ideas yeah, yeah, yeah. for you. So um, why not do a video game album? That's really interesting because, yes, I'm very, very big into games and I love the soundtrack. So, I mean, one I'm playing yeah. right now and I've been playing heavily for like the last mm-hmm. year is The Witcher 3. And it's, yeah, I don't know yeah. if you know that game, but it's just very lore based. Yeah. You know, I know that. Yeah. There's the Netflix, yeah, the Netflix as, well, as, well, yeah. as well. It's just like the style of it is very like lore, fantasy just dragons, witches, and stuff like that. And, you know, like that kind of like D&D nerd style. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I have that <laughs> goth kind of like look. I haven't I haven't dove into anything with that aesthetic, with that look, with that style. So I think if I was to do a game, I think that would be the closest one. Because I'm also trying to think of like, not just what I want to theme around it, but what's a soundtrack or a world that I would be inspired by that you can create a whole concept out of it. So, I mean, do you have any other ideas? Mm-hmm. Like, I have The Witcher that's as big as, like, a full world. The other thing is, like, Fallout. But the Fallout oh, world is yeah. crazy, yeah. So, so, so what So what games are you more, mostly into? Are you more, mostly into, the, like, the dark stuff? Or are you mostly into, like, the uh, light man, stuff? Like, I, I just would like say, campaign, like, campaign, you know? Like, I, I would play from Witcher... Then I also play a lot of Zelda. I play a lot of RPGs, like JRPGs as well. So really anything, but I'm I'm not really like a Call of Duty person or a Fortnite person. Like I'm not into like the wildly competitive stuff. So I don't think it'll be anything in those. Um, I play 2K hell a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 we, we gotta play. We gotta play. <laughs> we gotta play. <laughs> I play that a lot, but I don't think I can make an album off like you know, really just basketball. 
as much as I would, you know, like, it's nah. like, what would that target? You're just be being hip hop, doing hip hop at that time, right? Uh, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you can, but yeah, yeah. yeah I see exactly. what you're saying. Um, I would. Let me see. Final oh, Fantasy. Good one. Final Fantasy is a. They have some dark themed oh, video games. Yeah, um, I would beat seven too, like the remake. And that a great sound. Yeah. Uh, dark. Which one? Dark, Dark Souls. I've never played that one. No, I've never played that one. Yeah, that? Ne- I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played Bloodborne, but I haven't played Dark Souls. But um, that's a possibility too, because people tell me about that 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 stuff. So yeah, any of those really. Hmm. Um, I think if I was to do a video game album, I don't think it would be one concept. I think it would be a mix, right? Because yeah, like I would do a Witcher sampled song. Then I would do a Zelda sampled song, and then just make a video game album out of it. I don't think I can mm-hmm. focus on just one game and make a whole album of it, like I do Plotaku. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I would be very interested in that because I already sampled. I did a song sampling Chrono, uh, Chrono Cross. Um, I did a song sampling mm. Pokemon. Yeah. So I'm also yeah yeah I'm already getting oh, wow. there, and they're like trap. They're like heavy trap songs, like Pokemon. I did one of <laughs> Pokemon. Um, and you know the from the old red and blue, but I made it like screamo trap, like it's pure screaming. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. So wow. I'm already kind of touching base on that kind of. So maybe that's a future, and that, that's a good suggestion actually, because it could possibly lead there. Yeah. Because now with the video games, that that opens up a doors for a lot of things. Because now I can focus on like. I can maybe play on game cons, you know what I mean? Like PAX one day or something like that would be really, really crazy. Yeah, or like an E3. Can you imagine an E3? That's gonna be so sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah like exactly. reviewing like PS6. Well, hopefully not that long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like eight years. I'm not eight years. But you know, revealing some sort of like you know next gen game, and then mm-hmm. I get to like perform and stuff. That could be a dream, you know. That could be fun. <laughs> But that's yeah. a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we are done with the serious questions. Sweet. Now we're on to the fun. Man, questions. Those were all fun questions already. So <laughs> so I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So which one of these anime is the better samurai Ooh. anime? Afro samurai or samurai shampoo? But. I'm biased because I okay. didn't finish Afro Samurai. I'm also, bu- and I oh. watched Samurai Champloo like four times, like over and over. And, <laughs> and I, you know, I love the soundtrack and everything, but I do like Afro Samurai. I just can't talk much about that because I didn't really mm-hmm. like fully finish it and I need to. So, but yeah, Samurai mm-hmm. Champloo. I mean, is it one of those like things where it's like a speed run? You're going to give me like a couple animes and I choose which ones? Because I'm hella excited if that's the case. Oh no no! There's a, there's other like different oh, kinds of okay, questions. Okay, okay, okay. Right. Yes, I'm right. on this one. All right, yeah. all right. So, okay, all right. So, favorite video game of all time? <sighs> the Witcher Three. I would say The Witcher Three. Yeah, Witcher I think three. I think a okay. game like that, where I really think about it, I'm so sucked into the world. I've never, you know, like you go in a game and you know there's blogs. You read it sometimes, but not all the time, mm-hmm. right? Because you're not that involved in the story all the time. Witcher 3 mm-hmm. is the first game where I would read every single book. <laughs> I would read every <laughs> single note that's left. I would just pay attention to every detail because that book 
or that note can lead to a mission and that mission has a crazy ass story mm. so i would say the witcher 3 as an overall yeah what is your favorite okay. game of all time and do you like afro samurai or samurai shampoo more i'm actually interested oh man oh man they're, they're both my top two i i switch out switch it out when it comes to like when it comes to me someone asking what my top yeah. two anime it's always a fumble between Samurai Shampoo and Those Afro Samurai. Two, eh? That's crazy. Other than, you know, other, uh, yeah, other than Dragon Ball Z and Naruto, the generic yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, list, uh, Afro Samurai and Samurai Shampoo is my oh, one and two. Um, um, let me see. Jeez. <sighs> yeah, that's a hard question, eh? I, I almost have to sit there and think about it. Uh, I, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, um, Afro, Afro Samurai. Samurai. I need to watch it now. I need to watch it. Yeah. Now. I need to watch it fully. Yeah, I used to watch but, it on Adult Swim yeah. here and there, but then after that, mm-hmm. I just like never streamed it again. But I, I'm gonna go definitely watch it now. Ooh. Besides, sorry about that. Yeah. Returning to that Samurai question, have you seen Ninja Scroll? Interesting. Oh uh, no. no, I heard of, it, but I haven't. Yeah, I would really it. recommend that if you're into Afro Samurai and Samurai Shampoo. That's definitely on that tier. Okay. Yeah, they just grow. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Good good bet, good bet. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right. So and then favorite video game of all time is basically let me see. Uh let me see. I'm gonna say Super Mario oh, World. Is that the one in uh Super Nintendo? Yes, yep. yes, my guy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, Super Mario World and 2K, then two K. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's like yeah. Super Mario, and it's funny because uh, I bought Super Mario Maker two yesterday for the Switch. I don't know if you've ever played mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But um, so, some of the yeah, levels are so Super Mario World that I was just getting nostalgia yeah. all over. I'm just like playing it. I'm like, I want to play World Three, World all over again because that's one of those games where I like looked up every secret. Not looked up, but I tried to find every secret possible. Yeah, ridiculous, ridiculous game. <laughs> Good choices. Okay. What anime are you currently Fire watching? Force. Fire Force and JoJo Part Five. And uh, I'm enjoying Fire Force actually. I'm enjoying Fire Force. Yeah. I have to, I have to watch Fire Force. That's what I've been meaning to watch Fire Force, but I just don't have the time right now but i'm going to watch it because every, like i've been hearing so many good things yeah about you know Force. it's definitely like a lot of hype and that's why like i needed to see it but i would say it's like mm. on par with like a my hero academia it has a very my hero academia mm. feel. so i don't know if you're a fan of that i'm a fan of my hero academia um but it's i still i still i still need to see uh season four, four. <laughs> I don't know academia. which season is which anymore. Oh, I just kind of like caught up through all of them. I don't know which season is which, but mm-hmm. I, I think I'm caught up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm like close to caught up. Uh, you're behind, behind, eh? But the, definitely the last season, I would say, is the better season. I would say it's it's improving, and that's what I like about my hero. Yeah. It's actually improving. See, I didn't, I didn't like the the first season. Early it was kind of generic, right? And it then, was kind of like you know where this is going. This yeah. is shown in anime. Yeah. It felt like yeah, it felt Naruto. Like, anime, like... <laughs> it felt, yeah, so it felt like Naruto, and then it got its own identity between the mid middle episodes of the first season, and then it was good 
after that. Yeah, I think it's when so, they started introducing the school, the other schoolmates, and they started focusing on them. And I'm like, okay, now this is different. Yeah. Because then, because I thought Deku yeah. was just going to be another Naruto and it's just going to be the same thing. But yeah. when they started focusing yeah. on the heroes and yeah. the students, I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So then it started to get an identity of his own. But I like that show because of that. It's gradually getting better. It's uh, it's like One Piece for me. It's like One Piece for me. And if I had to choose as a favorite, if that was, it would have mm-hmm. to be One Piece. Would have to be one of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, what is your top three hip hop albums of all time? All time. Kendrick Lamar, Pimp a Butterfly. I listen to that so 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 much. I don't know if it's my favorite now, but it's definitely one that influenced me for the longest time. But the Marshall Mathers LP by Eminem in 2001. That's yeah, all- that's definitely what kick-started it for me. And that's when I got like my edginess in the battle rap. And um, yeah. That's dope. Um, this one is really recent, actually. But Droga's Wave by Lupe Fiasco. Yeah, and mm. not many people have heard that one because... Is it... Isn't that the, the 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 three albums that he that he started to do like the was, oh yeah he God. did he did the food and liquor one and two um yeah but he did okay, drogas yeah. light and he did drogas wave the drogas wave one yeah that was, yeah, that, yeah I I highly recommend that one because people are people just sleep on that album but I highly recommend that one it's mm. like next level conceptualness. And like I was talking to you about earlier, it was like the reason why I like Lupe is because he says, mm-hmm. you know, you know the saying that's like, you know, say a thousand words and one paint a picture that's worth a thousand words. I feel like he's like that with yeah. bars. He'll say two lines, but mean like eight things in two bars if you just dissect <laughs> it. And he's very like that with his music that I listen to it over and over again because I keep learning new things and how he phrases everything. But it's also enjoyable that it's like the beats are good. Mm-hmm. It, it vibes like it like it's it sounds good in the whip. You know what I mean? Even if I'm not listening to the lyrics, it still sounds good. And I think that's the definition of that album. Yeah. That album is the definition of what I'm talking about. Uh, so yeah, Drogas Wave to Pimple Butterfly. I mean, I could even put like Forest Hills Drive by J. Cole here. <laughs> I, I just like forgot. Oh, that, that's a, yeah. That's it. That's another. Exactly. That's another exactly. dope album. Three as well. is hard, but yeah, I would say those three. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, let me see. Favorite movie of all time. Ooh, and like this one is like asking me my favorite song too, because it's like by genre, right? Like it's like, but but <laughs> what am I feeling at the time? Do I want a sad movie? Do I want a comedy? So if I was to say, suspense. You know what? Let me throw. That's so hard. Let me just throw one that comes out of my head. Um, Truman, Truman Show. Yeah, go ahead. The Truman Show. But yeah, but Truman it's a Jim Carrey one. It, I remember that's the one film that made me think about life for sure. So I don't know if that's my favorite movie of all time per se, but it's one that made me think about life, and I've watched a few times, mm-hmm. and it still messes me up till today. So. Yeah, I like those <laughs> kinds of movies that are like just kind of mind fucks and like just psychological stuff that makes you think for the rest of your life. Definitely, those are the ones I aim for. But um, 
yeah true but <laughs> in comedy though man one that i like mm. still laugh is team america ever seen that <laughs> yeah yeah that i would still like just die laughing and use references from so it's a silly one but yeah mm. i would say maybe around there that's okay. i probably have like 20 more but yeah out of the top for sure what about you oh uh, let me see oh man i don't i don't even think i have that's a favorite hard. movie here have, have um... to be, like, top 15 it's like, yeah, I feel like yeah. now that I said Truman Show, yeah. I'll regret it because, like, I'm already coming up with 10 in my head. That's like, I should have said that instead. Yeah. Oh, man. And, uh, I don't, I don't think I have a favorite yeah, movie. It's hard. Like, I can't, I can't even think of, I can't think of a favorite movie right now, but, you know, like, ah, uh, I, I, I would have to deeply think yeah. about it. Yeah. I just thought of another one, actually, that I would say favorite movie because, because it has comedy, <laughs> romance, you know what I mean like fantasy I would say oh the, the Disney movie actually actually hold on uh, Coach, Coach Carter, Carter. okay Coach go. Carter okay you know that guy I forget what his name is the guy with the afro yeah. the one that the kid that's always acting up people say I look like mm-hmm. him <laughs> yeah like that that being kid that, yeah people really? say I look like him maybe not anymore but like that's growing up people always compared me to him and they're like yo mm-hmm. you guys have the same fiery attitude too <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> so I was like, but yo, I like Coach Carter. I like Coach Carter. And then um, here's another one. Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. Another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Heavens. Blind Side. Blind Side's Blind another side? one. Who's that? Blind? Yeah, I don't. It's a. It, it's a. Uh, I think you. I think you know the actor. Um, jeez. Do you know? The woman actor name is it Sandra Bullock? Is it her? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna yeah. That up. She played. She played. Uh, I think the adopted mother to this football mm-hmm. player. And uh, yeah, I, I don't want to spoil it, but like, nice. it's, it's a good movie. Sports drama type PSA. Yeah. 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 Um, I like. Yeah, I like a lot of stuff with social issues. As well, so like, um, let me see. And then at superhero movies, a lot of superhero movies, such as the new Spider-Man yeah. and Sam. Raimi nice, nice. Well. Do you like the so, newer Spider-Man, like the? Uh, yeah, I like I like Tom. I like Tom. I didn't like Andrew. You didn't like Garfield, the Andrew Garfield stuff, but you like the Homecoming stuff, right, <laughs> Matt? Home, I love the Homecoming Matt. stuff. I love the. I don't know what. I don't know what's with the hate. The I didn't think it was bad. Stuff. I watched it um, recently, actually. And I'm not the biggest, like, superhero guy. I think I kind of stopped after Dark Knight. Um, that's when I really just, like, jumped it mm-hmm. fully on anime. That's why I didn't have time to watch a lot of those movies or yeah. follow the, the whole Avengers and stuff like that. But I was really big into it, Dark Knight and previous. And I really liked the Tobey Maguire mm-hmm. one, actually. And that one gets a lot of hate. But I love those, that trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I I don't I don't hate the Tony Maguire ones. I think that they have a lot of uh, yeah, emotion, yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of I, I, a lot of like you know, if you look back on it, uh, a lot of like you know corny oh, there is, corny there is. stuff. Hella for for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, but but yeah, what you gonna say? It's that it, it was the time it was back then. Yeah, so yeah, early two thousand, we were just getting into yeah. it, but. Yeah, those are yeah. good movies. Those are good movies. I'm gonna check out the other one, the Blind Side one. But 
Yeah, it's hard. To, it's hard to come up with a yeah. number one. I come up with fifteen already off the top of my head as soon as I answered that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, what what else is there? So, one word that describes you the best. One word. <laughs> Mamba. Yeah. <laughs> Ma- wow. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say everything that we've talked about thus far. It's like things I learned based on that mentality. So I, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I could come up with something else with another word, but I would be like, no, not too much. Just like my favorite movie, I'd be like, no, actually, not that. But I think mm-hmm. if I just said Mamba, and people can take that meaning to their own meaning, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be an actual word that describes a person. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. I think if you say that and somebody knew what Mamba meant or what that mentality meant, I, I'm happy with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's see. Okay. So, any advice for upcoming artists? Yeah. I mean, for me, I would say I wish I had this advice when I was younger, when I was just starting out. But try everything try everything do covers like don't get fixated on a sound like i think newcomer artists they're always like i want to sound like this with a little bit of this like they're already like thinking about what they're gonna sound like try everything Mm -hmm. you don't know unless you do it you don't know if you're gonna be a good rapper rather than a singer or you're gonna be a better singer than a rapper or maybe you're meant to be a producer that's like maybe raps on the side you don't know it so i I think try everything try instruments try different vocals if you only like one style of singing you're gonna get stuck because if that doesn't work out for you you're just gonna quit so let's say you like to sing like kelani um if that if you don't have a voice if you as hard as your work if you're not reaching that sound and you all of a sudden you're not enjoying it you're just gonna quit so i say if something bores you move on to another thing and you won't know your sound until you've tried everything so definitely my advice to everyone is like don't be afraid to make mistakes because making mistakes that's growth that's going to be who you are because you know some a lot of people are just like and i was a basement rapper i would consider myself a basement rapper basement producer at one point because i was just too scared to come out of my shell and perform and show people my songs because i i always had this thought that like if I'm gonna debut something, it has to be like the, it has to be a hit right away. You know what I mean? And then it has to be consistently a hit. Yeah. No, consistency is more key than you know what I mean. Like, keep doing it. Exactly. Some will fail. Some of the stuff will fail. Some of, some of the stuff will succeed. You'll never know because time is always changing. Don't try to compare yourself to any other artist's success because time is always changing. You're changing. So just drop everything. Like mm-hmm. everything that you think of write it down work on it drop it because you don't know who's listening you don't know who will like that and it's unpredictable so yeah i would say don't be afraid to make mistakes yeah i agree anybody you want to shout out go ahead oh man like really just like uh you know people that just kind of fucks with my music uh the flotaku community um i want to give like my executive producer uh rome uh, my producer Jay Zen, all the people that played instruments on my album, Timothonius, um, the collaborators. Uh, I've been working with K the Chosen a lot. Shout out to K the Chosen recently for inspiring me with everything that I've uh, worked on on this project. Um, Zacharias, Vivite, just basically like the recent new album stuff. There's so many people to shout outs. 
career-wise, and and definitely a big one is like uh, uh, my fiance Scarlett, big big artist, and is always like inspiring me till today. So definitely her, and uh, just like all the fans tuning in, you know, always riding with me still, even through these hard COVID times. Um, I'm receiving really, really some pretty good streams, so I'm happy <laughs> that I'm able to get the music out to you even without playing shows. So shout out to all those guys, and shout out to you, um, Mikael, for having me. That's this has been like a a fun conversation, yo. I Thank can't you. wait to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. I'll go ahead and share your social media. Sure. Uh, so I go by Twizy Ramos. That's T W I Z Z because we're Canadians. I E uh ramos r-a-m-o-s you can find that at spotify apple music all platforms youtube and that's also my name on instagram tiktok um facebook and whatnot so yes sir and just follow me on there and then the links will be connected yes sir cool thank you twizzy it's been a pleasure having you on this episode i wish you success on your new album star crusade and thank you so much yeah. Mikhail. So we wish you like all the best too um i'm gonna definitely check out afro samurai and all the things we talked about so that's gonna be fun thank you for the good mm-hmm. chats uh that was fun that was all fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right take it easy right. man. hopefully peace at unt dot sometime soon when this, this is all over eh? this ends the episode of cool concept podcast this is Mikhail miles and twizzy ramos hey hey And we are out.